Welcome back to a special episode of the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. Y'all finished with that row? No, not quite. No, not quite. Okay. <laughs> In today's episode, we'll head to the historic Tobias Knutson Vineyard near Cranfield's Gap. There, we talk to owners Ed and Phyllis Reiser. I am Phyllis Allen Reiser. And I'm Ed Reiser. Well, this is our vineyard, the T, like Tobias Knutson Vineyard, as we call it. This is a farm place, uh, original home place for Phyllis and her family. We have a vineyard, a two-acre vineyard, that is enclosed in high fence, and we're on our fourth growing year but our second harvest and today was our harvest day for Tempranillo grapes roughly we started out with 750 plants when we initially planted in uh, 2017 and we've lost some since then but we had a pretty good harvest today of the remaining I'm going to estimate about 650 675 plants that we have today. My job is to at the end of this long year our final harvest of the year will be able to sit back and relax a little bit more but we always do breakfast under on the grounds under this big 350 year old live oak tree so my oldest daughter Karina has helped me put together uh, food for everyone as we celebrate the harvest this year. So a group of more than 20 volunteers gathered in the early morning dew to pick sweet Tempranillo grapes. We caught up with Gil Bledsoe, who purchased the grapes to make wine. Well, I'm Gil Bledsoe. I'm the winemaker and owner of Pillar Bluff Vineyards in Lampasas, Texas. We've been doing it for 22 years. We're lucky to find this vineyard because Ed was not on our radar for having Tempranillo grapes. Mm-hmm. You're using these grapes in uh, what you're making. Yes, yeah, this will be going into a Tempranillo. We've had Tempranillo in the past. We've just never been able to get a consistent contract mm-hmm. for the grapes. And he told us why finding this Bosque County vineyard, of which there are several, was a stroke of luck. If you've got picking grapes on your bucket list, Tempranillo's the grape you want to pick. It's a very beautiful grape. The color is just beautifully intense purple. It's a very heavy producing grape so that you can like get 40, 50 pounds off a single plant. Makes a great wine. It's pleasant to the eye. It's a big grape. You don't have to work real hard at it. It's got a long rachis or stem Mm -hmm. and right at the tail end of it, it kind of crooks down and it's kind of like cut me here. Yeah. We're at Pillar Bluff Mm -hmm. We're in Lampasas, Texas, just three miles west of town out on County Road 1478. There's actually two wineries out there. We're the first one. The grapes look good. Sugar content tastes about where we want it to be. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking forward to, to taking these back in about an hour and a half or so and crushing them and, and start making wine out yeah. of them. And we even caught up with a volunteer that had an interesting story to tell about childhood memories there. I'm Alan McReynolds. Awesome. And so what brings you out today? So Ed and is married to my cousin Phyllis. I grew up on the farm here, kind of-ish. Every summer we had summer camp. Our mothers would bring us all from all over the country for two weeks. And so this is home, kind of. 
So I'm back to help with the harvest today. Awesome. Yeah. It's kind of emotional, actually, because it didn't look this nice when I was a child. <laughs> but beautiful job of restoring the house and the land. And this whole idea of doing a vineyard of Ed's is really amazing. Delighted to be here. And, and it's beautiful. And it's nice to see so many of their friends come out and help. Really, it's lovely. Like a native Texan, personal relationships, family, and a handshake still mean something at First Security State Bank. You'll find bankers with extensive knowledge who are ready to find the best banking product to fit your needs. When you walk through the doors of FSSB, expect a smile and attention to what matters to you most. You may find that you found a familiar face or even a neighbor at this hometown bank that puts community first. Visit fssbtexas.com, download the mobile app, or stop by any of their four convenient locations to start building a relationship today. First Security State Bank is a member of the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation and an equal housing lender. The Corner Drug Cafe has daily lunch specials, fresh coffee, and the capability to cater any event, large or small. Family gatherings, corporate events, and special occasions all apply for this local establishment that still features an authentic soda fountain. Located in the historic Brooks Building in downtown Clifton, the cafe keeps the crowds coming back. Plan your workcation at the Screen Door Inn. But first, what is a workcation? My vision of a workcation is you doing whatever business you are in, the fact that you are able to do it in a different location. For a quaint bed and breakfast, the Screen Door Inn is located in historic downtown Clifton. Comfort and convenience are combined for elevated rustic charm in a century-old building. Private rooms are available with fully connected work areas, each with a unique twist on Bosque County and Texas history. Enjoy a taste from the corner. When we visited with Ed and Phyllis after breakfast, he told us how he sold the grapes this year. The amount of rain we had initially was one issue because with too much water, it just delays the harvest. Rainwater or any irrigation water this time of year decreases the, the sugar in the plant, and some wineries want high sugar for winemaking, which is good. And this year, we sold our grapes to uh, Texas Legato Winery in Lamp Passes, and I met Gil and Bill Bledsoe here at the vineyard on the farm place uh, about 10 days ago. And they looked at the grapes, liked what they saw, Tempranillos, Tempranillo grape. They took a couple clusters with them to their winery and did some analysis for pH and sugar content. And a couple days later, they came back with a pH of 3.65, which is really good, as well as a, a, a bricks or sugar count of about 21 or 22, which is excellent for winemaking. And he was thinking today that the sugar count or the bricks count was about 23, he was thinking, which is what their target was 10 days ago when they came over to take a look at the grapes. And he even gave us an idea of the challenges that vineyards typically face in Bosque County. 
So our challenges this year, we had a fungus that laid over from last year and I didn't catch it, didn't realize what it was last year and did not catch the, the disease or the, the fungus soon enough this year and it affected, I'm gonna say 10% potentially of the crop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it turns that really good grape into a kind of a raisin looking uh, cluster. So I've lost quite a bit there. The birds, obviously, and, and I've been trying different things of, of how to deter birds. And this year, the bird count was less than last year, but it still took a good, maybe another 10% of the crop initially. So we're gonna rethink how we can keep birds out of the, the vineyard. Uh, I've been wanting not to use bird netting because it's labor intensive, but it works. Yeah. So this year I've used owl decoys, a aviary type spray that birds it interferes with their Sense of senses, smell. the smell, and, and it gets on their, their lee or feathers. Of course, here's how Ed handled those pests, as well as what he thought the overall impact was. I need to do some more work over the winter months to give the plant more health so it will be a healthier plant and be ready for this type of dry weather and, and prolonged dry weather that it can pretty much survive a, uh, a harsh, dry summer. The rainwater, much rainwater as we had this year, and it's cool, as you could say, cool summer, yeah. but you know, it's still up in the 100 degrees on occasion. But that the, the water, rainwater delayed the harvest. Phyllis filled us in on family history of the property as well. My grandfather, who I never actually met, Tobias Knudsen, he was a farmer, had all kinds of, did well with all kinds of fruit trees. His primary crop was cotton, as I think it was for many people. He bought this property in 1892 and then farmed it until his later years. They would use the grapes, of course, for eating. He would make a little church wine and jelly and all those kinds of things. But he did all kinds of fruit. I have a wonderful picture of all the berries. He had a wonderful berry crop every year. So, you know, he just he just had magic hands. He just could grow anything. And so here we are again. I hope he would be proud of what Ed has accomplished with our vineyard. And we will dedicate our wine from our first crop to him. We'll call it our Tobias Knudsen Vineyard Wine. But the real question is, when will it be ready? What, six, six months? Maybe six another months, six months? Six months to a year, it'd be, it'd be ready. So yeah. it, it does have to sit a bit longer. We are good friends with Susan and Ellis Vandeveer from the Red Wing Dove Winery in Hamilton, and that's who bought half of our crop last year. And they graciously let us go over and be a part of the processing of those grapes last year. We helped them with the destemming, and whenever they did the crushing, we got to be a part of that. And we went over about two weeks ago and got to taste our wine in the big drum that it's been sitting in since last year. And it may need to sit longer, but it tastes pretty good. Thanks, you two. This has been a special episode of the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. Thank you for listening.